Welcome. So this week we're going to start the Sefer Bamidbar and we're starting Pasha's Bamidbar. So the Pasuk says like this, All the people came together on the first day of the second month. So Rashi says, what does that mean? They brought their their sifra yichas, the yichas brief. They brought that to show who they are. Every the people came to wanted to say, where are you from? Where do you belong? Which shevet do you belong to? Who's your family? So everybody brought the yichas, uh, the same yichas, and they also brought Edim, who said Edis on who they were, Leidosam. Edei Cheskas Leidosam. So two things. One, you have to have a, a, a yichas brief, a shta yichas, and two, you have to have Edim. So the Ramban says, why do you need two? Why isn't the shta yichas enough? Why do you need two? Rechaim wants to say that um, maybe the Edim are to say they're not Mamzerim, to be made on the Kashras. But I would like to offer a different shot in Rashi. Um, let's say somebody has the Ramban or Chaim are assuming that this Shtar Yichas was uh, um, a legally affected document. It was, it was a Bezdin, there was Edim, it was uh, endorsed that this is a, 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 a shtarichas, it's a legitimate shtarichas, it's a proof. But most of us, if I have a yichas brief, it's not endorsed, it's something, a personal document that you keep for yourself in your house. You got it from your father, you got it from your, from your grandfather. So let's say, Balshentov, um, right? Balshentov, I am a ninth generation Balshentov. And I actually have a yichas brief to go back till the Baal Shem Tov. There's no, no Edom on it, no endorsement from a Bezin. It's just a paper that the cousin of mine has, and he sent it to me. You know, I have it in my uh, uh, a PDF. I have this, this, this paper. What's the value of this paper? Nothing. I could have made it up. I could have written it. He could have written it. What's the value of it? However, if this Yichas brief is there by a thousand people who have the same information in the Yichas brief, all of them have the same information, then that itself is proof that it's accurate. But if it's only like, uh, you know, me or a couple of people have it, then it's not a proof that it's accurate. But if the same information, you don't have a conspiracy of a thousand people got together to make up a Baba Misa, that's an Omdana. You could assume that if the same information appears in a thousand, uh, a thousand Yichas documents, a thousand Yichas brief, you can assume that the information which is, that information is accurate. However, which information, if you have many people, so the information of the early generations will be identical in everyone. You're going to know Baal Shem Tov's daughter was Udl, and her son was Raborach, and his son and, the, and the, his, her daughter was Vega, and her son was Rav Nachman Breslover. You're going to know these things, because these things appear in everybody's 
Ichas brief. However, once you get later generations, then then it separates. It's not. It's not, It doesn't coincide. Only the earlier generations coincide. The later generations do not coincide. So that's what Rashi is saying. You bring your Yichas brief, which tells you that your your great grandfather, your grandfather was an anical from came from this shevet, and that information will appear in many many shtariyichas. So that information is reliable. But your the last part of your shtariyichas, where it says that I am the son of this one, and he's the son of this one, and he's son. The last generation is to connect you to that information which appears in all the shtariyichas. That isn't that that is not a raya just because it says in my paper. Maybe I wrote it. That's not a raya. So for that you need Edom. That's what Rashi is saying. You bring your Yichas, and the Edom are for the last parts of your Yichas, which are not corroborated by many other Yichas. For that you have to bring Edom. That's what Rashi is saying. Okay. So later in the Pasha it says like this. Just a thought. Elo told us Arna Moshe, Sinai. These are the toilets of Aaron and Moshe. So, so Rashi says, Elo told us Aaron and Moshe, these are the generations of Aaron and Moshe, he doesn't mention Moshe's children, all he says Aaron's children. The Nikru told us Moshe, why they called told us Moshe, Lefi Shalimdon Torah, because he taught them Torah, Melamed, if you teach Torah to somebody else's son, it's as if he is your son. That's what the, that's what this teaches you. So all of this, Adolvaviu and Lozavisamar were the Tildas of Moshe. But the question is, Mefarshim asks that what I mean, Moshe taught Torah to the Zakanim also. In the process of, we see he told it to Aaron, then he told it to them, and then, and then the Zikainim came in. So Moshe taught the Zikainim as well. So why aren't the Zikainim called as Taldas? Why is Taldas only not of Aviyu? This is what they ask. So, I just wanted to offer a suggestion that there are two Gemaras in Sanhedrin. One Gemara says like this, the Gemara of Yutes. Amra Shmuel Barachmeni Amra Vyanison, Kola Malamed Ben Chavere Toira, Malala Vakasov, Kiilu Yuladoi. It's uh, that if, if you teach somebody else's son Toira, it's as if you gave birth to him, Shanema, Vaila told us Aaron and Moshe. This is the Gemara which Rashi brings down. There's another Gemara in Chalik, Davtsalik Tesamet Beis, Omer Ishlokish. Kola melamed is ben chaveira toira, malolov akosov kilo asoi, as if he made him. Shnemar vesa nefesh asher osu bechoron. So the nefesh osu bechoron. So there's really two different, two memories here. Rishlokish says kilo asoi, and, and uh, Shmuel ben Achmeni says that kilo yiladoi. Shmuel ben Achmeni, Omer Abiyanisim, kilo yiladoi. So, so I want to say that this is not a steer, there's no steer over here between these two memories. There are different ways that you could learn with somebody. You could learn with somebody like a Rebbe with a Talmud, you know, which is, you know, or a, a Rebbe could learn with his Talmud on a much stronger level, as if he's the father. 
a father puts much more effort into learning with his children. I mean, generally, you know, a Rebbe has uh, many Talmidim, you know, and he's, and you know, <laughs> this year, see you gone. So, other people coming in. But a Rebbe, you know, a conscientious, he puts in the effort, but he doesn't put in his blood, usually, into the Talmud the way a father does. So, these are the two memories. If, it's, if he learns with him, you learn Ben Chaveroi, then it's Kilu you made him, you made him. But he's not really considered mamish like your son, it's a nefesh also b'charan. But if you learn with him like, like a father does, you know, very, then it's Kilu Yaladoi. So this was, so Gabi Diskenim, but you know, Moshe taught them, so that was Asoi, Moshe, the Diskenim was Taka Asoi. But Nodavaviyu, he took an interest in them as if they were his own children, and what he learned with them is Kiluyiladoi. That's why the Pasuk only says it, Lagabi Nodavaviyu. This is a, a thought. Anyway, let's move on. So the Pasuk says like this You should count the Bnei Levi, Mishpchaisam, not the Bnei I'm sorry. So Rashi says, you start from the, from the 30 days, that's when you start counting them, from that age. By, by uh, the rest of Klal Yisrael, you start from 20. But over here, you start from 30 days. So Rashi says, Ben Chodesh V'Malo, when he's not some Gemara, he's not a he's not an Eifel anymore. Now you know he's going to live. Who From that time you can count them. Likare Shomer Mishmeres Hakodesh. Om Rav Yehuda Berabi Sholem. Lamus who oisen shevetli is nimnim in abetan. That Leviim they are they are already conditioned. They taught to be counted from the betan. Shenemar. Asher Yoldaloi. Ashiyolda Oisalulevi Mitzrayim that uh Yecheved was born to Levi and and says in Knisosa the Pesach Mitzrayim is Yolda Isa, Yolda Isa. For Nimnis Bishivim Nefesh. So you see that she was born when the, when they came into Mitzrayim, and she was already considered part of the Shivan Nefesh. You may you make the count of the Shivan Nefesh, there's one missing, and that one is Yechavid who was born at that uh, right then. So you see that they're counted from the time that they're born. You see they're counted from the time that they're born. So there's a couple of questions here. First of all, Leviyam accounted from 30 days because he had some chal nefolim. And see, Yechevin was counted right away as soon as she was born. So what are you, what's the comparison of Yechevin to, to, to the Leviyam? See, it's different. Also, the count is different. The Shivim Nefesh was not really, didn't have any significance, that count. It was just, the Torah is telling you how many, it's the census, how many people came down. 70 people came down. But the count of the Levian, that you have to pakida, you have to count them as something else. You see, before it says that when you count the Klal Yisrael, Achas Matal Levi, Loi Sifkoid, Vesroisham, Loi Siso Bnei Yisrael. Don't count them together with Yisrael. Count them separately. Why? Says Rashi. 
צופה קדוש ברוך הוא שעשיתם למד גזירה על כל הנמנות בנסם שם למעלה, שימוסו במדבר, תהובי הגזירה על כלל ישראל בקוסר המרגלם. אמר, על יהיו אלו בכלל, וישם שלי שלא יטור בעגל. זאת לוויים שנת בקונסידרד אין דמיניון. So you see that the pakida is מצער of people, it makes them like a group. So, the, so when you count them, the, this pakida, it makes them a group, and therefore, if there's a gzeira on the group, everyone who's counted with this group would be subject to that gzeira. So the Rebbein didn't want the Levim should be counted together with Klal Yisrael to have their own count. So you see that dominion is a different thing. It's a pekita, it's, it's, it's a mitzarev. So this has nothing to do with the minion of, of, of uh, Shivan Nefesh when they went down with Yecheven. So what I would like to say is that Generally, people, you know, they're growing up, you know, they don't know their direction yet. They don't know what they're going to be. Are you going to be a, a, a Talmud Chacham? Are you going to be a Rebbe? Are you going to be a Baal Chesed? You're going to work in a Tzedakah organization. You're going to be a Solomon. You're going to be a computer program. You're going to be an accountant. People have different paths that they take in life. And people have to choose their path. It's up to them. They have to choose the path. And, uh, you know, even they're all good paths. Everything is good. I'm not saying a bad path. All good paths. But the people don't know yet. They have different chunas, different abilities, different talents, and different situations. And people have to choose their path. Usually, by the time a person is 20 years old, he's already chosen his path. He's already chosen his path. So at that point... If you want to make a tziru, if you want to make a combination, you want to say this, that this is the klal, then it's important that every person in this tziru has a defined role. This one is the rebbe, this one is the shaykhet, this one is the, this one will keep your books, this one is this. That each one has a role, and you put them all together, and then you get a tziru of the klal. But everybody is a work in progress, and nobody knows where they're going, then how do you combine them into one klal? So it's important that they should reach the, the age of 20. At that point, they know where they're going. And then you can combine them all into one klal. By a levy, so a levy, is his direction is defined from the time he, he's born. Like Rashi says, It's not just counted. He's counted to be a Shomer Mishmer Sakaidish. The direction, the path that Levi is going to take is already chosen for him. He's a Shomer Mishmer Sakaidish. So you could count him as soon as he's born. However, you have to wait till he's 30 days, because before then he may die. Maybe a nafel, so you can't count somebody's not a ben kayama. But once he gets to thirty days and he's a ben kayama, and you know what his what his role is going to be, so then you could count him. So that's why Alevi is nimna from the beginning. Now what's Yechevet? So you'll notice that the Yerdim Mitzrayim, the Shivim Nefesh, were all males, They're all men, and uh, according to the uh, According to um, the Shittas that the Shvatim were married to, to Kdanio or Thomas, Rashi says they all died. 
So that's why they weren't counted among the Shivan Nefesh. So all you had, all was men coming down. And, uh, and uh, there were only three women. There was Dina, there was Serach Basasher, and there was Yecheved. These were the only three women. But everybody that was born, all the children, they all had sons. They didn't have daughters. Why was this? You know, why did they all have, uh, you, know, you know, the Gemara says, Machzaschar, Machzanakavis. The way of the world is that it's 50 50, more or less, that uh, boys and girls. Here you see that Yaakov and Ishvatim, all of them only had boys. They didn't have girls. Only three girls. The reason I think is because this was the point where the Ummah had to be established. The people had to be established. The growth of a people, the growth of a nation is through the males. Because the, the females go marry other people and they become part of that group. To build this group, you want to build this group, the group is built through males. Therefore, almost all of them were giving, the Rabbanu made that all, all of them were giving birth to sons. But you had ten sons, not a single daughter. You know, everybody, no, no, no daughters. So, and that's the way that Yisrael can grow quickly, through sons. We're going to get the wives, They'll find wives, they'll be Megayat and Gizachanaitza, but the growth will be through the sons. However, there were three daughters. Why were the three daughters there? So that means that these three daughters had special roles that they had to play. They had destinies from the beginning. Every person is not born with a destiny. Every person, you know, is he, you know, he, he makes his own destiny. Where does he go? Where, what? But these three people, these three daughters, were born with a destiny. And one of them was Yecheved. She was born because she was destined to be the mother of Moshe Rabbeinu. So therefore, she was, therefore she was born, and she was one of the Shiv Nefesh, was Yecheved. So you see that from the moment she was born, she already had a defined destiny. So Huadin, every Levi, that's why he's Lombard. You see, in the Shevet Levi, people are given their destinies when they're born. That you see from Yecheved. But Yecheved's destiny was very specific. She was going to be Moshe's mother. So therefore, you didn't have to be worried that maybe she's going to, be, she's going to die before, the thir- before 30 days. Why <laughs> 30 days? Like, what do you need her for? So she had to be born. She, if she was born among all these boys, Yecheved was born, <laughs> she's going to live. Don't worry, she's going to live. So you can count her right away from the moment she's born. Other Levium, well, there's not, there's not only one lady, there are many Levium. So if you won't be the Shemer, he'll be the Shemer. So, so, so there will be Shemerim. Al-Kopanim, this you see from, this you see from Yecheved, that in Shevet Levi, the destiny is, is, is established right away. The same thing with Levium, every Levi that's born, his destiny is established that he should be Shemer Mishmeres Akaydish. Thank you very much, and I hope to see you again next week.